on this week of the uh, the new intro to the show. Hope you guys will will like the new intro. It's pretty exciting. So uh, we will show that off uh, when we cut this up. But let's dive right in. And uh, this one, uh, I really want to bring it back around this week after basically we talked about money uh, last week, I guess. Uh, in not so many ways, and this week is uh, a really, really good week, and I'll save my my most important stuff to the very end uh, during uh, motivation time, but as we go on to number one, which is shout-outs, and, uh, you know, I, it gave me a lot of reflection to shout-out. Um, number one, I want to shout-out the, the group that's in um, Facebook. It's, e- it's either a page or a group, and it's called Creating Memories for Disabled Children. Oh, that's cool. I don't know exactly who uh, the leader of it is. I know some people personally that participate in it, and it's a nonprofit organization um, provides disabled uh, children with outdoor experiences. And um, you know, it's it's super near and dear to me. Anytime we can uh, help, you know, I think almost all of us here have um, you know a soft spot for children, and I and I don't know who doesn't really. Uh, that's why I want to shout out first of all, and then also, um, you know, I want to shout out uh, just what what we're all about here is just sharing uh, and and building up those. Especially uh, near and dear to me is the car business. That's what I'm all about is just uh, building people up in the car business. And if you see any of the interviews that I've done lately, the last two, and I'll be doing a couple more uh, here soon, is people in the car business and uh, allowing them to show themselves off. So. Uh, that's what it's all about. And then, um, you know, I'm going to kind of build up Jake a little bit because um, someone that I've always admired uh, is Jake as he's traveled the world, um, the things that he's done uh, and helping people really with without anything in return, just unconditional uh, love, whether it be, um, you know, I know you spent some time in Cambodia, Jake, uh, when you were, you know, a little younger. Um, and then I, I know this last time you basically, it led to you getting somebody a leg. Isn't that right? Yeah. Prosthetic. Um, I was working with, uh, an organization called the landmine museum. Um, basically this, uh, Akira guy who was a child soldier soldier in Cambodia, um, during the Pol Pot regime. Um, he, he'd go out to communities and um, remove landmines and, for farmers, and um, he'd adopt children who were victims of um, landmine explosions that lost limbs. So a friend of mine is there right now, and I, I had her go around just to see how things were going, and she ended up running into some of the kids that I used to work with that are now not kids, but... Um, one of the boys, I guess he's 30 now. Yeah, but one of the boys, uh, he was trying to raise money for prosthetic. And so, yeah, we called some people I knew. Josh was one of them. And he we ended up covering all the costs so he can get that prosthetic, which is not easy, unfortunately, with all the um, victims of, of landmines in that country. But it was nice to be able to do something. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's what the world is all about. You know, we can't take anything with us. And so it's nice to talk about uh, things other than just money, um, like last week. And uh, so 
on to uh, Desi. Desi, what, who are you shouting it out? And we don't have to keep it all like touchy, lovey, dovey and stuff like that. I mean, especially if we're going to the queen of TikTok, I'm hoping that you'll uh, lighten it up a little bit for me here. Well, that's, so that is still a wonderful story and I'm glad that you shared it. And, um, you know, Josh Wilcox, I know you personally, and I think that you're very, very humble um, in what things that you participate in and, um, you know, help out with. And um, I don't, you know, I, I probably was doing the wrong kind of uh, thought getting ready prepared for this one um, no, no 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 I kind of changed it up a little bit and thanks for saying um, the humbleness part I'm not really that humble but the honestly <laughs> uh, honestly stick with stick with what you're going with I kind of threw I always find a way to throw a curveball at everyone on purpose that's just me uh, which shows that I'm not really that humble so just go with go with what you're going with but I can say I mean if we're if if we're giving uh, you know shout outs <clears throat> I definitely, um, I'm giving it to my kid this week because I've just been super, super proud of her. We're going through a lot of changes. Things have been crazy insane in the world. And then in our little world, it's been even more crazy insane. And she just handles it with stride and she works really hard and I'm just super proud of her. And so I'm going to gush about that a little bit. Yeah, see, it's, it's for some reason always comes back to the children, and um, hopefully Josh doesn't talk about Roman. Otherwise, this will really throw off uh, number one here. But um, Josh, who's what? What do you got for shout outs? Hopefully, it's closing big for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I, I could I could shout myself out, I suppose, but I just want to shout out all the people out there that have either you know not been working or been um, you know limited hours and. Uh, just been struggling and getting things done, you know, and, and whether that's on a personal level or, you know, family, faith, finance, you know, whatever it is, but just getting things done um, and, and getting through this because it's been tough, right? You know, I know some people's lives haven't changed at all, um, but there's a lot of people's lives who have gotten dramatically different and it's a ton of stress. And when we live in a, a, a just a world where typically there's not a whole lot of change, right? You wake up Monday morning, you go to work, you come home, you have dinner, you do the kids' homework, you go to bed, you wake up Tuesday. You know, there's not typically a whole lot of change. Um, and then to have people just, you know, get stronger and keep going and, and figure out a way through it. So that's that's who I want to shout out. Good stuff. We are gonna we are gonna keep this going, Jonathan. Is it gonna be LaBella or something else here? It would be fitting and, and conceited of me to start talking about uh, Medispa Labella and my past uh, uh, car salesmanship and, and so forth. But no, I think for, uh, first line uh, workers, you know, I don't think uh, there's any short of uh, people on social media and everywhere just doing everything they can from knocking pots and pans and uh, foolishly running around their yard and just trying to display every uh, bit of. Um, you know, thanks and gratitude they possibly can, but I'm going to go forth and, and just reiterate all of the extreme efforts everyone's kind of put forth to uh, just show my appreciation for frontline workers and really extend that thanks and gratitude as much as I can. So I, I definitely think that's, you know, the group I'd like to highlight for sure. Uh, but with that said too, you know, there's a, a, a large growing group of people that have been, you know, on the sidelines that are, are ready to kind of get back out there and, and try to uh, 
um, make the best of things. So if there's anyone out there that can show their support and get back to a local business or somebody uh, affected highly out of this uh, whole ordeal, I, I would strongly encourage anyone to, of course. Yeah, good stuff. It, it's amazing when uh, we have shout outs that no one really, I think, wanted to shout themselves out. And uh, that tends to happen, I think, in general. And I hope that you guys had an opportunity to watch uh, my last interview with a gentleman named Josh David. I feel like there's a lot of Joshes in my life for some, for whatever reason. I don't know what, who or, or where is what is trying to tell me, but there's a lot of Joshes roaming around out there. It's a great name, by the way. Um, Joshua from the Bible was a phenomenal leader. And so I know Josh Letzis and myself can uh, model after such. However, uh, Josh David, see the humbleness, um, Desi, but Josh David. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Josh David, um, you know, it was another person that we interviewed this last week or that I interviewed last week, and he uh, goes into some really cool stuff. And so I guess that is my one little um, shout out for uh, the Auto Saleswear um, channel because we're going to keep the interviews going, and eventually I would like to get each one of you and um an interview and it's uh, like a life story type deal and it you know it's it's uh usually i find a way to tie it into the car business and sometimes that can just be people buying cars too but uh, i feel like maybe this will be our short, shortest uh, story our um, shortest show ever as we go to number two and um this is uh you know kind of an interesting subject and it's are people more valued or less valued after COVID-19, we're going to start with you, Jake, on uh, what you think as far as value goes from from them or the corporations or a boss or a friend or a family member. How are people feeling as far as other people? As you can see, to lead you into it, I'm wearing my car sales people, not car sales robots t-shirt. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. Um, obviously, what you see mostly in the media is... Um, stories of everything that's wrong with um, the way um, the little people are treated in industry. Um, and it's really been quite polarizing, I think, seeing um, the way people have responded to this. Um, either people are breaching their hands out to help or hug or to take and push away. I don't know. It's... Um, I've noticed that a lot. I I think generally what I see locally is is people being more valued in their relationships and like trying to help each other on individual levels. And it's it's been really inspiring thing to see, but um, I think there's still so much wrong that can, could be changed. And we're, we're so eager to get back into the, to get back to normal and we have such uh, short memories on these kinds of things that I don't know that, that things will. And yeah. And you were quoted, um, we, sorry, Jake, but we quoted you on uh, the show as far as saying that you hope that things don't go back to normal and, and kind of what you're saying is the definitely the, the love and support that people are giving each other right now. Is that kind of what you meant by that? Yeah. 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 And I kind of um, cut you off. What were you going to say before that? Yeah, I lost it. It's all good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Boy, I'm really after Desi made that one comment. I'm really showing it. Yeah. So uh, we'll yeah, go to Des next for um, building me up here on humble. Desi, maybe you can fix it now. Well, like I said, I take it back with that whole uh, Josh's are the best thing around, and I'm just going to collect <laughs> them and put them all around me. But um, um, I think that human contact and real relationships are more valued now um, than ever before that I've, it may be something that I'm seeking out to look for and find because I'm tired of the shaming and the, you know, the bullshit that goes on with um, my way or no way. And, you know, maybe I'm seeking it out more to look for, but, you know, I think um, a lot of people in our community I was part of the Chamber of Commerce here for a few years, and so um, I know quite a few of the core <clears throat> business folks downtown. And um, I see that kind of play out, that whole thing play out in that um, group. But I also, you know, it. what I'm seeing is that when they are able to just have a stand across the street conversation. They're putting it out there on social media. They're talking about how it made their day and it's been so long and all of this stuff. And, um, and I just like that that's being acknowledged at this point is that, you know, real relationships and human contact are, are really, really important. Yeah. And definitely I think people, you know, this is an example when it comes to uh, zoom uh, for one example has blown up during this because I think people, you're exactly right. People are seeking, uh, you know, connection and, you know, now in 2020, if you can't get it in real life, you can get it digitally. And I find that a wonderful thing personally, but Josh, are you uh, working out now? Or are you still there before we go to Jonathan? Give me one sec. Okay. I'll go after Jonathan. Go ahead, Jonathan. I thought it was a J name thing first. First off, there, Josh. I didn't know we were actually. Oh, now, now we're really just, going to disclude Desi if you go down this road. I thought all we were. Of a sudden, I, I feel like I'm a little outside the bubble here. So my whole opinions of being valued and the whole corporation thing is all changed <laughs> just from that statement alone. Like now, I'm now I'm really trying to reevaluate what I was going to say there. But no, it's um, I I I'm in agreement. I'm a big Josh fan, even more particularly after uh, after this show, of course. But. Uh, um, I wouldn't uh, put Desi fans or second to that, you know, we'll include Desi in the equation. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, I, I like to look at things from a, a, an omniscient perspective and, and not really try to prejudice myself to situations. I think a strong core belief system behind any corporation is going to far exceed some ex, uh, external circumstance. So I, I think the value of employees is really going to reflect upon the value of the corporation, what they stand for, and and so forth. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that there might be circumstances where certain companies maybe you know appreciate uh, customer um, perform or sorry, uh, employee performance maybe a little bit more and so forth. But I think in general, it's it's just going to be the, the good companies are going to appreciate their workers and the companies that don't are going to be on the uh, other side of the ladder. Right. But uh, I think if there's one thing that we've learned throughout this is uh, how precious life is. Right. And uh, there's a lot to, you know, 
part of my change into the wellness industry. I don't know if I, I've shared a lot of this side of it, but I actually witnessed my aunt go through uh, ALS and visit her at the hospice and kind of watched her in a year go from a shake in her hand to a wheelchair to the whole, you know, uh, end experience. Right. And it really made me put things in perspective in my early days in the car industry, actually her, her son was murdered and, uh, you know, life is short. It's it's a precious thing. And if you don't love with what you're doing, and if you're not appreciated by who you're working for, you know, sometimes it's time for a change and move on and do different things. And and even if you are appreciated, if you don't appreciate what you're doing, this the same thing, right? So life is uh, life is a beautiful thing, and it's what you make of it, I guess, right? Well, you you know, it's. Um... I think that not just car dealerships, but I think so many businesses, maybe all businesses for that matter, have a magnifying glass on them during this more than ever or as much as ever because it's really showing exactly what you're saying as far as how they are treating people. You know, and we always talk about in the car business, the external customer, which is your customer that comes in and buys a car or your internal customer, which is the customer you know, that uh, comes in and punches in and punches out every single day. And that's your employee. And uh, really they're volunteers. Everyone's a volunteer, aren't they, Desi? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. You, you volunteer yeah, to, to bring you out, by the way, because I did want to say one thing I forgot. Um, and that goes back to the, the graciousness. Of, and I really love the direction that we're going this morning. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, when it comes to, um, you know what I was talking about, there's something I missed about Jake earlier. And that is uh, when I was in high school is the very first time I ran away from home when I was 15 years old. And I lived out of this dude's closet for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something like that. Uh, and many times did I have to go and live um, at his place. And I feel like he's just traveling around the globe, giving um, everyone a place to live. And what I mean by that is the human connection that you make with people, whether you live with them or whether you don't, or whether they live with you, uh, we're still on a mission, I think. And this is showing it now more than ever, as we talk about this kind of stuff. And I don't want to put Jake, uh, too much on the spot here. Cause I'm trying to get Josh back in, but I think he's uh, deadlifting something right now. Are you there, Josh? I'm here. I'm here. I was actually, um, I was going through the Starbucks drive-thru <laughs> My wife is not particularly happy with me um, getting up at 4.30 in the morning again. We've been sleep, sleeping in until about 5.30 or 6. And uh, I'm changing my schedule to get back on normal schedule. So I, I'm, I'm an intelligent man, and I'm getting her Starbucks on my way home. Hey, Josh, I did have a question for you, and that is – since you're really in touch with a lot of car dealerships and, and yeah. something I really, really believe is that I think this is, this time has solidified car salespeople more than ever when it comes to uh, the fact of what we're talking about as far as people needing a real life conversation. Stats across the board yeah. uh, nationally are showing that uh, people, even in a global pandemic with the choice of doing everything digitally are still choosing to go into car dealerships. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, that's 100% right. And, and I can't remember if we talked about this or if I was, I was on a podcast last week and I talked about it. But um, you're always going to have those outliers, right, that want to do the cool thing. They want to buy a car from a robot or, you know, they want to buy a car from Carvana and not talk to anybody. Uh, but that, on a bell curve, that's the 10%. You've got the 80% in the middle that really like the human interaction. Now, our job as car salesmen, as car dealers has changed. We used to provide information to the customers. 
Now they won't know more about the cars and the process than we do most of the time. So it's not about information, but it's about process and experience. And if we can um, provide a good process and an elevated experience, they're going to be our customers. And, and, you know, most customers visit, you know, depending on what data you look at, 1.2 dealerships. Um, they just don't shop around the way they used to. They're shopping online, but they still want to come in. And what I've actually seen at a few dealers is the amount of internet leads has gone down from an organic standpoint. Obviously, you can pay and get as many as you want. Um, people are still shopping online, but they're not submitting their information now. They're just coming in with loaded with that information that they've got because they don't want to get you know bombarded with a bunch of phone calls and that sort of thing. Um, but that human experience is, it's just, you can't replace it. And on something as personal as a car, people name their cars and, you know, they pick out their favorite color. I mean, it's a very personal experience, um, on something that's as personal as a car. It's, it's really hard to replace that, that human interaction. For sure. And Desi, can you comment a little bit on that? Yeah, actually I read an article, um, either this morning or yesterday morning, and it's one of the highlighted articles in um, the Yahoo News, and it was about buying cars. And I was thinking for you, Josh, or you know somebody um, to take that on and dispel it, because basically it's saying that everything is different now and you have to you know, do everything white glove and this is how it is gonna be until they open back up. And I was like, not even true. So here's all these, if I can find it, all these other people are reading it. Yeah, hey, I mean, here's here's the thing too is and hey, you get Josh, a lot of people. Yo, this is honestly before you keep going here. This is why Yahoo fell behind Google many many years ago. <laughs> Yahoo ran a story like last week talking about how Carvana sucks basically, and now they're running this kind of stuff. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, ain't that ain't that the truth? Um, yeah, I mean, you've just. People that are going and saying that the world is going to fundamentally change, like we'll just stick with car business, right? You know, people are going to change the way they make cars forever. The problem is the buying cycle for a car is three to five years. So unless we stick with this remote delivery, disinfecting your car, blah, 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 for the next three to five years and catch everybody in a buying cycle, it's just not accurate. We're talking, we've been doing this for two months, right? Now, are there people that are going to go, Hey, I want things to be more convenient. I want, uh, you know, I don't want the hassle. Absolutely. You know, we've obviously been trending towards that for the better part of a decade or two. Um, but, but I don't think people are going to want to go, yeah, I want my car to come out of a vending machine and get delivered to me on a truck. And I don't want to talk to a human being because we were locked up in our house for two months. Yeah. What is that what you're talking about, Desi? Yeah. I'm just saying it needs to be like, if it's a, it's a topic that you could bring up just yeah. to dispel it. Like, Hey, if you want it this way, we can't. But that's not what's really happening. And, you know, I'll go back to and say, um, when I was selling cars, I had a, a lady that bought five cars from me. And I have never met this lady face to face. She lived in Seattle. And somebody referred her to me. And she just, she let me pick her cars. You know, I'd say, how about this one and this one? You said you wanted these things. And, it, and we delivered them. And she was happy as can be. And, but that was such the minority of what really happened. More often it was, you know, spoons um, coming to me because I knew the process, but I was also going to. Desi, for those, for what is a spoon? 
<laughs> I was going to say there, uh, you might need to have like a car lingo dictionary that, that <laughs> to happen. Um, but when you would, when a car deal was brought to you by, um, a done deal, basically by a manager, but somebody still has to take care of them. And I know that, um, I was trusted to do that a lot. See, I can toot my own horn. There you go. Like right. a silver, are, are you saying it's a silver spoon or uh, what do you mean? Yeah, we'll say silver spoon. Your own horn, but you're saying that it was given to you. What? Which one is it here? I'm just joking, Desi. There's just a why, hey, man. we're on the slippery slope here, Josh. <laughs> There's a reason why you would get a spoon in the car business because you're good. Go ahead. Well, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying there. If you know the process and you make it simple, you you don't want to give it to people that are going to stumble through the process, even if they're the coolest, funnest person that there could be, you know, it's both. So. Yeah. And uh, Jake, have you ever heard of the term spoon before other than um, like maybe sleeping late at night with a loved one or, you know, something you eat oatmeal with? <laughs> um, no, I haven't, but. I imagine it's, someone it's similar to when something. you know you're. Um, it's similar to when we're working at a restaurant washing dishes, and I'm like, "Hey, Jake, I need like 500 bucks. Can you spoon me?" Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Jake and I used to borrow money uh, from each other when we were younger, and I think for both of us, it was super scary every time. So, uh, Jonathan, I haven't heard from you in a little bit. Can you um, enlighten us a little bit on this topic? You know, at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of envy and I want to say jealousy surrounding me from the day or, you know, the day I walked in the dealership, the kind of success I had and so forth. But I heard a lot about these spoons and house deals. I never got one. I was promised a lot over the years, but I was, you know, I was still kind of very fortunate just after months and months to get the odd internet lead, maybe after six months. But yeah, spoon dealer, house deal, that's, that was a, definitely foreign territory for me but uh yeah i uh I, i'm not sure uh how the, the delegation of those are really uh evaluated i think there's different uh different mindsets but i don't, I don't think i was one that ever needed that kind of help to be honest so the queen uh, speaking of spoons the queen has never called you and said hey uh jonathan i'm sending you a car deal not not to this uh, particular date, but I, I, I think that's not out of the equation in the future. I, I think I, it might be appropriate down the road. I'm not sure. It's within the realm of the possibility, right? Is that we might hear from the queen on this show at some point? Um, you know, I think, I think when she plugs in, I'll, I'll be a pretty happy guy for sure. <laughs> Go ahead, Desi. I was just going to say, Jonathan, if you're successful and you are busy, um, that's probably the reason you didn't get spoon fed a deal and uh, maybe maybe I have it all wrong and I was they're just trying to keep me afloat I like how we started on uh, COVID-19 and then we went into spoons Josh are you lifting yeah pretty pretty impressive um it's interesting have you ever heard the term cheese which was um you know when you grow up in one region or one dealership you kind of get used to the lingo and then I heard some people talking about cheese I'm like what is cheese and it's uh, apparently the same thing as a spoon when you get a free deal. I go, well, that's interesting. I like the term spoon better. And you said cheese, like the thing mousy or who moved my cheese, like that book. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Yep. Mouse <laughs> or mice, I guess. 
Right on. So I guess we're flying right through. So let's go to the TikTok talk. And you know where we got to start with this one is uh, Desi, uh, the queen of TikTok. And I know she loves that um, hashtag. I'm going to start hashtagging probably everything with the queen of TikTok and um, see how many, if we can get her up to like a million or two or 20 million um, followers or something like that, Desi, go ahead on the TikTok talk. You must have forgotten that I, I passed that crown over to you. Um, <laughs> last week because I think you're on there more. I, I honestly didn't even get on TikTok all week and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this show this morning. And I looked at it for about, I don't know, four minutes this morning. I did save one and I'll, I'll send it in the group um, chat that we have. Uh, just, I, I go for the funny and I go for the that little Kobe Cooks kid. I think he is the <laughs> coolest little thing. Which, which one is he? What's he do? What's that? What does he do usually on there? He's the, the the little boy that you said is a little bit like Baby Herman and the Swedish, yeah, Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. Yeah. That kid's yeah. hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's my favorite thing on there. Um, but yeah, wow. I mean, and the last thing that I did was I videoed Dustin doing a TikTok with my daughter. And so it's kind of, it's from like a, a different version or a different vision point. But yeah, still learning it, still getting used to it. It's a, a lot of shaming on there for uh, old people. And I'm old people. Yeah, but you know, uh, if Gary V were, if Gary Vaynerchuk was listening right now, he would tell you to triple down, quadruple down, uh, someone like you, Desi, has got good material, and I think that you should make three to five a day. I mean, you're home. You got Dustin there. You got a daughter there. You, I saw you guys dancing in the backyard, or I saw Dustin with a cigarette in his mouth uh, dancing in the backyard, doing something goofy, and I really honestly believe that you should do like five a day. I, okay. Uh, challenge accepted after next week. I'll have a much bigger backyard next week. Yeah, let's take this TikTok queen to a whole other level because you are our, uh, what is that? We're going to live vicariously through you when it comes to TikTok because, uh, you know, I made a post saying coming soon and that's about as far as I've gotten, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <clears throat> I'm still a consumer when it comes to TikTok. Yeah, Jonathan, how about you? What's going on with TikTok? You know, I I have to take the conservative road because I – actually um put my dancing skills in high esteem uh but adriana feels a little bit differently she she kind of missed out on my, my clubbing days and uh more of the party side of me she was uh uh later in my life but uh i i feel like i could rip it up to be honest but i i gotta take the safe side i value my my relationship a little bit more um but herself one thing she said because she loves her TikTok. You know, jo uh, Josh, last week, it reminded me of when she's always showing me stuff, just like your wife's showing you stuff, right? And uh, one thing she said to me, I said, hey, Dad, are you going to get on there? And, and she's on a new weight loss system where we're kind of promoting on our end and having success with it since the spa's been closed. And she's like, well, I'm, I want to look a little bit better. And I'm like, well, why? This cares like you look great like whatever like i'm very comfortable i don't care i've never cared when in high school when i graduated i had hair down to here i was the only guy in the school like i didn't ever really give in to that whole like I, i've just kind of been the oddball that never cared about his appearance and what people think so well and that's just the way i've been my, my whole life i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing right 
but she said, well, you know, I can't get on there and dance because of, uh, and I, I don't know, I'm not, I, I tried to look over her shoulder and, and follow up with the TikTok, but she talked about some fat shaming and comments they make about larger women on TikTok. And I was so appalled to hear this. I'm, and I don't know, sometimes she makes a big ordeal. Maybe it's one comment. She's like, oh, I see all these terrible comments and it traumatized her. Maybe it's one comment, but she acted like there were all these comments about larger girls dancing on TikTok. And I, I can't believe that to be true. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll lean on the, the queen and I'll, I'll pass the question back over to Desi. But is this something normal? Like, are, are girls, like, put on a, a pedestal and, and judged by their, their appearance more than their dance capabilities on, on the, the platform? Or I'm not sure. I, it was, I was really a little bit heartbroken to hear that from her. I, I don't know. So it does happen. But you know what is my favorite thing that happens is the counter to those comments. And when people get on and be like, you do not respect, you do not shame, you do not do this. And then those ones go crazy. And, you know, everybody wants that. Um, it's that counter to those types of comments. But yes, it happens. And it, and it does on Snapchat and all other platforms as well. And um, it's gross. And I don't know these people. I don't know anybody that would do that. Thank goodness. I do not have, I do not surround myself with that, but it does happen. Um, but maybe that's something that she could get on and do the, the counterpoint to that, you know, the fat shaming and whatever. Um, Cause that gets a lot more attention. Those are the ones that I like. I was just shocked to hear that. I was like, uh, like, how did someone in this day and age come in, in the public light and express, you know, judgment of someone's physique, you know, with everything and everything we know in this day and age about what comes and, and the struggles people have and, and what's acceptable on, on online and so forth. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, just, I was kind of blown away. But on a more positive note, she introduced me to some sort of silly putty she was showing me about cleaning cars. And I thought, what a fantastic thing. Maybe detail base could have them. And she was showing how they were stretching around the steering wheels and in and out of all the hard different places and cars. And it was just picking up like virtually almost everything. So I thought maybe that could relate to the, the automotive industry in some sense, maybe thinking back to some of my detail guys that, that work, worked hard cleaning cars. And I was, I was known in the auto industry a lot of time. I've, I wasn't a stranger to detailing my own cars, even right. I remember pulling cars out of the showroom myself and taking them down and detailing them late in my career. So I even thought maybe that would have been handy if I was cleaning a car or two, right? Like to get into all the hard spots. And it, it looked actually like a pretty fantastic technology to say the least, but I'm not sure if you guys have seen that, like the stretchy putty or. Well, yeah, speaking of cleaning cars, um, you know, Jake used to, he had a uh, Volkswagen bug that he used to keep super clean. But before we, before we ever go down the mini cars you've had, Jake, um, road, uh, tell us about the Reddit. Cause you're the, I think you're probably the uh, Reddit uh, expert amongst us. And is TikTok still thriving on Reddit? You know what? I haven't seen a lot of TikTok this week. Um, I've also been quite busy um, helping my friends open up their bars. So I haven't had enough as much time on Reddit as I have, but yeah, I've, I haven't been seeing, I haven't been finding as much gold as I have in the past. That's for sure. Well, I feel like you missed the opportunity to put these drinks on TikTok. What's the, what's the most popular drink in Switzerland right now, Jake? Um, no idea. 
<laughs> you are a busy. Uh, I know you are super busy. Uh, yeah, you don't have I've, time. I've got a lot of yeah, I mean, it's, uh, my, microbreweries are on the rise here, finally. Um, Europe, Europe makes some pretty awful beers, but the um, microbrew culture is finally getting over here and expanding a little bit. It's nothing like Oregon beers, but, um, but yeah, that would probably probably be it. So the um, is that something maybe we're going to see the uh, Jake Switzerland Brewery coming soon where you make up a nice uh, brew for us? Um, possibly Ben opened up a, a brewery in Japan and he wants to come here with that. So who knows? Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome, man. I, I, I hope that he does. That'd be so cool. I could imagine seeing you and Ben, uh, with your own, uh, beer that blows up uh, from Switzerland. And pretty soon you guys would just love it if all the Americans were consuming your beer, wouldn't you? Yeah, we, um, we do work well together. <laughs> very strange and creative minds so yeah it would be fun right on but yeah i got nothing on tiktok for you guys this week sorry oh you're already kind of setting us up for weekly motivation when it comes to opening up businesses and drinking beer so let's head right to uh you know weekly motivation and uh even though it seems like it's short i mean we've been at this already time flies when you're having fun and so I always thought from the start we wouldn't put any time constraints on it. And so um, let's just fly right to uh, weekly motivation. I'd like to um, stay for last um, because I got some shout outs really that I want to uh, get to. And so let's go to, let's start with Josh on, um, let's go with uh, your weekly motivation, Josh. Um, so I just, you know, I've, people have been talking a lot about, uh, Michael Jordan, right, with the uh, the last dance thing and and uh, what a competitor he was. And some people are really surprised about it. Like, Man, he was such a competitor. He didn't care about anything about winning. And um, <clears throat> so I just want people to reflect on themselves and what they've got going on in their life. And I'm not always talking about money or business. This could be faith. This could be, um, it could be, you know, personal relationships, et cetera. But how bad do you want to win? You know, whatever whatever that looks like to you. And are you willing to eliminate people from your life? Uh, are you willing to, you know, wake up a little bit earlier? Are you willing to, you know, do these things that are outside of uh, a comfort zone or a range or whatever in order to achieve these successes uh, in your life? And that could be, like I said, it could be a better relationship with your wife, better relationship with your kids. It could be more money or it could be, you know, getting that promotion at work, whatever it is. Uh, because I feel like the vast majority of people are okay sitting back and complaining. My wife sucks. My job sucks. My kids suck. Um, you know, I'm always broke. You know, everything's against me, blah, blah, blah. But they're not willing to read a book. They're not willing to, you know, get up an hour earlier and jump on the treadmill. You know, they're not willing to do these things that it's, it's not rocket science. I mean, it's all pretty simple stuff. But are you willing to do absolutely anything in order to win at whatever it is that you're trying to win at? Or are you just going to be that person that sits back on the couch and complains that, you know, I'm fat and my job sucks and my wife sucks and, you know, this and that, um, because those are two distinct people and, and, and one's really, really hard to do. It's, uh, it's simple, but not easy. Um, and, and that's just, you know, with all this talk about MJ and what a competitor he was, that's what I've been thinking about this week is that, uh, you know, most people, it's easy to sit back and say that you want to win. Um, but most people won't actually do the things that they need to do in order to win. Yeah. Number one, I am just flabbergasted that people are surprised by Michael 
Oregon, <laughs> where have you been your whole lives? People, yeah. Right. I mean, come on. This ain't, this ain't new stuff. This guy was completely <clears throat> dominant when it comes to mind power and overcame so much in his life to completely, completely be in the conversation for all eternity as to goatness. And so, but most people just see the game, right? They see him win. They see the winning. You don't ever see the, you know, I just had to have this conversation with my son about, uh, you know, football practice a couple years ago. You know, he likes catching the touchdowns, but he didn't like going to practice three hours a day, five days a week, you know? And, and so most people just see the winning and they go, oh yeah, I want that. I want to win. I want to get the promotion. I want to have the good relationship. Um, I want to be, you know, financially independent. But they don't see the other, you know, the 90% of the work that goes behind it and the intensity and the, you know, how you have to, you know, eat right and how you have to, you know, eliminate some people from your lives. They don't see that stuff. So it's easy to go, yeah, Mike was a winner. But then all of a sudden when you peel back the onion a little bit and you see all the things that it took in order to be a winner. Kobe's another great example. You know, probably one of the hardest working guys out there. Um, when you see all of that work that goes behind it, that's when most people drop off and they go, oh, yeah, sure, I'd like to win. But no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do all that. That's crazy. Yeah, and Kobe was basically a, um, you know, a little baby brother to Michael Jordan. <clears throat> and uh, that's well documented as well. And, you know, when you look at these guys that set the stage and really were the first to kind of say, hey, th- this isn't talent, you know, because you used to hear the word talent, you know, like in the 80s and stuff like that. And then it turned into this is hard work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, Oh, sorry, Josh, go ahead. Oh, just real quick. I, another conversation I had with my son, we were talking about getting in the NFL, right. And and I may have talked about this before, but you've got a million kids that play pop Warner football. You got 75,000 kids that make it to the NCAA, um, in some division, right. D one, two, you know, middle nowhere state tech school. And then you have 256 draft picks every year. So by the time you go up every, you know, and I think I left out high school there, but by the time you go up um, one level, one level, everybody's talented. You know, talent's not even an issue anymore. Everybody's talented. It's going to boil down to who's willing to work harder than everybody else. Well, well said, because you look on the internet and these kids have such an advantage to when we did growing up. There's so many examples of hard work on the internet and these kids are insane on what they can do now and when they put their minds to it and they actually find something that they love and they then they put the work in it is absolutely amazing the kinds of not just athletes but the kind of programmers the kinds of uh, workers for the next generation as far as what's available to people and how hard they can work and when they decide to so Desi um, why don't you uh, give us your weekly motivation I gotta, I gotta tie a couple things up though. Um, on TikTok, just to end that one, you had uh, shared a post about the marshmallow challenge. There's like a little mini version of that going on with the kids in the fruit snack challenge. So next time you're on that, look at that and kind of push it through the filter of that marshmallow challenge thing. Um, and then, if I were, if I were selling cars right now. I would be using, I have been thinking about this, I would be using TikTok and doing like flip the switch or the, um, you know, the switchovers with every single trade-in. So everybody that came in and had a trade-in, we would mm. do a picture with the trade and a picture with the new car. And that would whoa, be one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you talk to Heather? No. 
Okay, this is this is why you must have, we're on the same, uh, almost I'm at your level because literally ask Heather what I told her that she needs to set up for the Gresham Toyota um, TikTok. It is exactly what you're talking about. And you have Kim, you have Kim Young in there. Let's give her a shout out because she is cute as heck on TikTok. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. Because that was the person too. I'm telling you, Desi, you're, you're sucking this information from my mind and I want to know how you're doing it. <laughs> well, I haven't talked to Heather, but, and then, um, you can put this on the next show or whatever, just for time's sake. But, um, Josh had said that this is super personal and people name their cars ideal. And I was curious if everybody else did and what the names of their cars are. Um, but my motivation, the, um, thing that has been coming up a lot for me this past week, and we've kind of touched on little pieces of it is um, people asking constantly where whatever happened to the golden rule. But the platinum rule for me um, resonates with me a lot more. So instead of do unto others that you'd have done to you, you need to do unto others as they'd have done to them. So really understanding the people that you're connecting with. I'm trying to do this combining a house two households with teenagers and you know all of that that I, I can't assume that they're going to need the same things that I need as far as communication and um, you know just love so that's my my motivation and I'm out oh mic drop for crying out loud that was really good dang so, morning. man you, what's in that cup I, that ain't a mimosa <laughs> That Jay. was my other favorite show, though, was the drinking one. <laughs> well, we might have to have a drinking one for crying out loud. Uh, Jake, give us your weekly motivation when it comes to drinking. Um, not that you're a drinker. Are you still a drinker? <laughs> um, I, I do love my beer. Um, but, yeah, just first I got to say, um, Desi, don't ever bring up Josh's humility again. Now he's <laughs> claiming to own every idea. <laughs> um, that you have as his own, as if he has this kind of power to do that. That's a humble Josh for you. Um, yeah, I took it back. Yeah, uh, we see that's not true anymore. Um, yeah, in the vein of helping people and um, changing the world around you, I'm just going to use this moment to plug the guy in Cambodia who has an abs one of the craziest stories and one of the most amazing people I've ever been around. Um, and it is Akira at the Landmine Museum. And I would suggest everyone just going to, um, I think it's landminemuseum.com or something and reading his story. It's so absolutely fascinating and the stuff that he's doing for um, different communities around there, rural communities and people um, who don't otherwise have means. And for all these kids that he's adopted that wouldn't be able to get an education otherwise, he's provided that for him. But um, absolutely amazing man, um, fascinating story. Um, yeah, that's my weekly motivation. Nothing, nothing better than serving. And, um, you know, anytime... 
I'm feeling down. I know the place to turn to is to find someone to um, serve first. And uh, that's uh, that's phenomenal stuff. And that's how I started the show. And I, I'm glad that you're bringing it up at the end is because uh, I really truly know, Jake, that you have traveled many places and that you've unconditionally uh, helped many people. And that's to me what life is all about. And that is what success is all about. And uh, for those that get judged on the daily um, on the on what others might consider success, um, I really, really believe, and I don't want to give away too much of what the path I'm going here at the end. But so I'll just kick it right down to uh, to Jonathan before we finish up with Josh. Jonathan, weekly motivation. Weekly motivation. Well, I think uh, you know. At, at the end of the day, uh, Josh, he, he's dead on, right? When he was talking about Michael Jordan, it, it's it's about discipline. It's about work ethic. And if I said in my first two years of the automotive industry, I didn't work every day, bell to bell, and probably only took off five days in two years, I'd be lying to you. I work like all the time. And then to tie in with uh, Jake, beer drinking, I, I partied, I drank, I'm not you know, the most innocent I've lived a, a life, but probably if you came to my place after and there was people partying and music going, you probably would have found me doing shots and drinking beers while making Craigslist act for two hours before I got into it almost every day. And that's just how I was. That's how much of a competitor where I knew I wasn't getting help from the dealership. I knew nobody really wanted to get help me be better than I already was. So I put in all of the efforts, you know, it wasn't unusual for me to work, you know, a nine, nine day, come home, do two hours of Craigslist ads while living my social life. And uh, that was probably two years, my first two years in the industry religiously all the, all the time. Right. So, you know, I, I'd like to say I was the most talented, personable, awesome guy in the world. And, I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I, I will say. Well, hey, Jonathan, Jonathan, just to give you um, while in the middle of this, you're, I mean, you have over a hundred thousand followers on Twitter and you're a world famous car salesman. So um, keep going. You know, I, I ran a, a football pool. So a testament of work ethic. I ran a football pool when I was younger. Um, and a lot of people over the years said they missed it, said they missed it, said they missed it. And I, I kind of said, you know what, I'm going to run it again this year. And, Six months went by and I totally forgot about it. And, and someone reached out to me and said, John, you said you were going to run the pool again. I'm like, the season starts in two days. So I called up one gentleman and I said, let's do the NFL 2019 legendary football pool again. Let's start. He goes, how many people do you have in it? I go, well, you're, you're my first call. He goes, John, you get 15 people. I'd be shocked. Everyone's in pools. The season starts in two days. You'll never do it. Well, we had 44 people in. I got 44 people in in two days. I thought that was a pretty good testament, but I was uh, in Terrace, BC, vacationing and almost on my phone continuously. My Uncle Kelly would be like, come on, John, you know, like, we're, we're out, we're out, like, on the bikes, like, like leave the phone alone, right? I'm like, oh, just one more, we got to hit it. Like, I, I, you know, I want to get over 40, right? He'd be like, oh, it's just a football pool. But, you know, if it's anything from car sales to football pools to, uh, you know, anything in life, I, I've just always kind of uh, been the type that just wants to absolutely never look back and think, hey, you know, it could have been better if I just put forth a little bit of extra effort, right? You can lack in skill, you can lack in a lot of things in these life and this life. But if you never lack in effort, you will never live with regrets and always make the best of yourself. So I would say my motivation was be is be uh 
put as much effort as you can into everything you ever set forth. You know, a lot of people always say, John, you're so balls to the wall. You're like hundred percent or nothing. Everything you do, like it's everything or nothing. And if you approach life that way, you're going to find success and build a reputation on excellence rather than mediocrity. Right. Man, that's, that is, uh, that is going to be tough to follow for Solomon, uh, this week, uh, Jonathan, that's fantastic, but we'll go to Josh here on, uh, and I, I don't know if you're going to be able to top that Josh, but let's give it a try. For my motivation. I already gave you my motivation. Did we? Did we already get weekly motivation? Yeah, Maybe I started. I, I feel like I need a little bit more from you. You need a week. buffer? Yeah, I need a little more weekly motivation. I, I'm not ready to um, go to mine yet. Can you help a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, just playing off what I said and what Jonathan said. I mean, it's one of those things, right? All or nothing. And that's a tough mentality. Um, and it's the way I've lived my entire life, which has caused me some problems, right? When you're, when I'm drinking, it's all or nothing typically. Uh, but, but same thing with work too. And it's just, you know, you've got to figure out what's important and, and what you want. And, um, and it starts with making a plan, I think, and, you know, making a plan and going, Hey, this is important. And this is important. This is important. And, you know, we can't always give, you know, be, you know, hundred percent immersed in work and then have, you know, a, a perfect relationship at home with our, with our family. So you've got to figure out how that looks and, and it definitely doesn't happen on accident. So you're not going to become, you know, uh, financially independent. You're not going to, you know, your faith is going to go off the charts. Your relationship with your family is not going to go off the charts. None of that stuff is going to happen. Just happenstance, right? I mean, you've, you've got to be intentional with it and it starts with a plan. And, you know, like Jonathan said, you can have fun. There's no doubt. You know, I worked seven days a week for like 10 years uh, and I tell people all the time, I had plenty of fun, but I made sure that what needed to get done got done. Um, you know, and it's just that, that mentality. It's like, uh, you know, the dairy farmer, uh, is, uh, uh, I think it was a quote or something I heard a long time ago, but the dairy farmer doesn't quit at five o'clock. The dairy farmer quits when the, the cows are milked and, and that's kind of been my mentality. So sometimes you're done at five o'clock. Sometimes you're, you know, a project takes a week or whatever. And sometimes it takes longer. You know, sometimes you have to be at work longer. Sometimes you have to, you know, sit at dinner longer with your family. Sometimes you have to be intentional with uh, going on a trip or playing a board game or, you know, doing something with the family so that you can pour into, into that relationship. But, but it all starts with a plan and and then you've got to be absolutely intentional with everything you're doing because none of it happens on accident. And Desi, um, after you, you you already did a mic drop, but did you have anything else that you want to say about that? No, I I agree um, with you guys, and I see a lot of that, especially in uh, in the sales industry. Um, I was in mortgage for a while as well, and it's uh, it's all a version of sales. Um, and and I probably am the least. Uh, go-getter of this whole team that you've got here. Uh, for me, success is balance. And um, I know that you're talking about that you can get there if you're intentional. I really, really, I do believe that. I mean, I try to yeah, be Yeah, and that's success for a lot of people, Desi. But again, you've got to be intentional. Balance mm-hmm. isn't going to happen on accident, right? So if that's success to you, and, and it, people take success most of the time and put money behind it. But I always try and emphasize that's not it. Right. So for me, the last couple of years, balance has been success for me because I work so much, but again, doesn't happen on accident. If I just leave myself to myself, I end up working way too much and there is no balance, you know, or I'll be at the gym for two hours a day and then there is no balance. So uh, that balance piece, it's equally as hard and also equally as rewarding. 
But again, it doesn't happen on accident. You've got to be intentional with it. For sure. For sure. Speaking of intentional, I think you guys finally got to um, where we can, where I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sucking it out of your brain again, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Success means a lot of different things. And I want to finish up as far as my weekly motivation goes. And that's what I read last week, principle-centered selling. Uh, This is a phenomenal day-to-day guide that uh, you can break down and go over a, a you know, and I'm planning on going over it with uh, the team where I work um, and maybe making it like a yearly day by day thing or, or maybe a weekly one. And then this week uh, is uh, this guy here. He um, and it's the ride of a lifetime, but he um, is the CEO of uh, Walt Disney and uh, started with ABC and I'm um, getting the story about that. So um I wanted to uh, finish up with, for those of you who don't know, and not only is it my favorite um, hashtag this week, but it's Mental Health Awareness Week. And uh, it starts today and it goes to the 24th. And so, um, you, you know, my big thing is, is uh, the most important health is, is your mental health. And um, I truly, truly believe that. And, uh, you know, there was a tweet that I saw from um, at Young Minds. So it's at Young Minds and they're from the UK. And um, they said, there's always more to someone than what you see. And uh, we all know what that could possibly mean for anyone, any given time. Uh, So I can just say mental health awareness week. Let's all keep on looking out for each other out there in the world and uh, thank you all for being here. I know that I don't probably say thank you enough for getting up at the times that you get up or for uh, Jake being in the middle of your day um, and, uh, you know, stopping your workouts or um, whatever, whatever you may be doing uh, right now, uh, skipping a mimosa or um, not doing something healthy with your wife, um, Jonathan. But thank you very much to all of you. Um, thank you so much. And uh, anyone else got anything before we cut out? All right, there it is, Akira Landmine Museum. Let's uh, let's all look it up. Have a wonderful week. Thanks so much, guys. Yep.